Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. If you liked today's podcast and want to learn more and go deeper into these concepts, I encourage you to attend my 2019 Mental Health Solutions Summit this December in Dallas, Texas. This conference is all about helping you manage your mental health and give you the tools needed to help others in your life. Whether you are a parent looking for ways to help your child, a teacher looking for ways to help your students and your colleagues, a pastor looking for ways to help your congregation, or a therapist looking for more techniques to help your clients. This conference is for you. For more details and to register, go to drleafconference.com. D-R-L-E-A-F conference or one word lowercase dot com. Also, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter to get even more tips and tools to equip and empower you to take back control over your mental health. You can sign up at drleaf.com. One last thing, if you like this podcast, I would love it if you left a review. You can also include suggestions and topics that you would like covered in future episodes. Now, back to today's podcast. People often ask me how to identify the root cause of their mental ill health struggle, whether it's anxiety or depression or intrusive thoughts or just general unease. There is a process and in this podcast, I'm going to walk you through that process. I'm going to walk you through the five steps to uncovering the root, eliminating it and how to replace that toxic root with a healthy new thought pattern. The first step is to become very aware of your physical symptoms. Tune into what your body is trying to tell you because your body and your brain are reflecting what's going on in the mind. So if you tune into your body, you can start identifying what's going on in your mind, which is taking you towards the root cause. Because of the mind-brain-body connection, when we are out of equilibrium because of anxiety or depression or whatever, our bodies are going to respond. So, and that could be maybe an increase in headaches or suddenly you have a lot of bloating or stomach cramps or a change in appetite or trouble sleeping. So there's some sort of change in your physical pattern. Maybe even your heart feeling sore. I mean, that can happen too, that your physical heart can get sore because of the stress chemicals and so on that are flowing in excess. Take note of these things. Observe them. Don't just ignore them because when your body is doing something out of the norm, it is a message to you that something in your mind is out of the norm. And when your mind and body are not operating like they should, that will lead to feelings of anxiety and so on. So don't brush these aside and don't just keep charging on. That's like the worst thing you can do. Our bodies are screaming at us to listen and take note and tune in. Are you having trouble concentrating? Is your thinking foggy? Are you maybe just tired? You need to start asking yourself these questions. You need to start analyzing the patterns that are going on. 
You need to start tuning into the disequilibrium that your physical symptoms of your body are telling you are in existence. So you're gathering awareness, maybe through meditation, maybe through prayer. The key thing is pay attention to your body. The next thing, the next step is to analyze. Why are you feeling this way? Why is your body feeling this way? And you do this through asking yourself a series of questions. You're going to ask yourself, you're going to answer yourself, and you're going to discuss with yourself. You do those three things. Ask, answer, discuss. What are you going to ask? Why? Why do I feel this way? Why am I not sleeping? Why is my stomach sore? Why is my heart feeling physically sore? Why is my thinking foggy? Why? And not just one why. Follow that with another why and another why. Ask yourself a series of why questions. And as you answer, ask another why. And as you answer, ask another why. This will help you dig deeper and uncover the root of the problem. For example, in my own life, something happened this morning and I suddenly noticed that when I was speaking, my voice sounded like really croaky and my nose started blocking up. Now, I don't have flu and I had a really, really good sleep last night. So there was no reason why my voice would be tired and kind of strained. So I tuned into that. I tuned into those physical symptoms. And I asked myself, why? Why am I feeling this way? And I could feel immediately I answered myself, well, I'm maybe feeling a little anxious. Then I asked myself, why am I feeling a little anxious? And then I looked at what I was doing and I had been working on my new book and had really been enjoying that. And then suddenly I had to deal with an issue in the business. Now, that's just normal. Part of the course, things happen in the business. But for some reason, this particular issue threw me. So I had to ask myself, why? And as I was going with more whys and why that threw me, etc., I started getting to the root of the problem. And as soon as I actually got there, as soon as I started seeing the root of the problem, my nose started unblocking and my voice started sounding different. As I continued to ask the why questions, I realized that it was something on social media that had thrown me. And why had it thrown me? Because it, had, it was a question that actually threatened my integrity and I felt that that was so unfair. So the why question helped me to find the integrity attack kind of thing. And then the next why question, well, I felt it was unfair and that made me feel very, very anxious. So the whole thing was that, that my integrity had been threatened. And when I actually started speaking about it, so then I went to the next, in, in analyzing this, asking, answering, discussing with myself, I went to the next step, which is the writing process. I actually wrote a few notes down on my phone, just in my notes section. And when I, as I wrote it down, I was then able to express it. I was actually able to talk to my, I actually spoke to my husband and I spoke to one of my team members and I spoke about how I was feeling and what this did to me. So I wrote it down and then I was able to express it. So you can write and you can talk or you can write or talk, whichever way, but it captured and helped me to express and put words to what I was experiencing. And then as I started sharing that by writing and then talking to my husband and to one of my team members, it started giving me another perspective. So this is step three, and it is this writing process, writing down your answers to the why questions and your conclusions helps you organize your thinking and helps you to express what's actually going on because you're pouring out from your, your thoughts, from your non-conscious that's driving your mind onto paper. And then when you see it, you get another perspective. And when you see it, you can speak about it. 
and that then that is very uh, on in a on a physical level inside the brain it's very beneficial because it facilitates the flow of energy and chemicals and electromagnetic energy in the brain which all get blocked up if you're feeling anxious if you're feeling this disequilibrium disequilibrium creates a physical literal physical blocks in your brain so by writing you're helping to actually unblock those physical blocks and it also when you're writing it facilitates neuroplasticity, which means that it's going to make your brain more flexible, growing new little branches, and all of that you need to happen in order to solve the problem, in order to move forward, in order to deal with the anxiety. You need new patterns growing in your brain. The next step is step four, is to go back and reread what you just wrote and edit, change, review. So you reread it, you review it, you talk about it, you talk to yourself about it, talk to someone else about it. But you're looking essentially for patterns, for triggers, for inconsistencies. You keep asking yourself the why as you're reading it. Why, why have I written this? Why does, what, what does this mean? Why? And you can add to this edit process the who, the what, the when, and the where. So you start seeing, okay, well, who, maybe there's a who trigger, maybe there's a, a what trigger, maybe it's specific events that trigger you, maybe it's specific people that trigger you, maybe it's specific times that trigger you, because it relates back to some issue in the past, maybe it's specific places. So when you do this edit step, you now introduce the who, the what, the when, the where, and the how questions to help you find the patterns and the triggers as you read over what you wrote. This process is going to help you see the surface and the deeper causes. It's also going to help you see the problems on a surface level and a deeper level. It helps you sort the pros and the cons, and it starts helping you see how you can start moving forward, which takes you into the final step, which is step five, which is to take action. The key is not to get too stuck in the previous self-reflection steps. This whole process is a very deliberate, intentional, conscious process, but it's also important that you don't get stuck, like in a sinking sand type situation. So I suggest that you only spend around 7 to 15 minutes on this, as you don't want to overburden yourself with the emotions that are attached to these memories and thoughts, because emotions can tie you down, toxic emotions especially. So after you've found the root issue through the series of why questions, you've written down your thoughts and you've made your plan, what's next? What do you do now? Very important that you don't allow yourself to get stuck in the pity or the guilt or the shame or the condemnation. Those are things that just keep you stuck. This action step is actually really simple. It can be very simple. It will grow out of your step number four as you've analyzed the patterns because the patterns and triggers will logically lead to an action that is going to counter the trigger or is going to solve that pattern. So it can be very simple. Like, what did I do once I had identified that that social media comment had made me feel threatened, it had threatened my integrity? I actually, with my team, drafted and went through this whole process. Then we drafted an answer to this person and we sent it through. And I felt so much better because I had taken action. I had solved the problem and I'd actually answered the person's query and it wasn't as bad as I thought in the first place. So having gone through that, if I hadn't dealt with it, if I hadn't gone through these five steps, if I hadn't taken that very simple action step of having a discussion with my team in terms of how should we answer this and sending that answer, if I'd kept that inside of me, it would have increased my level of anxiety. It would have grown out of proportion to the point where anyone who wrote anything similar in, similar in future 
may have then triggered a, an overreaction to something that didn't need to be an overreaction. So your final step, the step number five, which is taking action, it can be something as simple as that, drafting an answer and sending it off. It could be something that maybe you find that you're exhausted and you just need to relax and watch a movie without actually working on your computer or your phone at the same time and feeling guilty because you're not, you know, you're not working, you're resting. So trying to rest and work at the same time. Maybe it's as simple as don't do that. Just watch the movie or just work, separate those things. Maybe it's something as simple as setting in place some kind of organizational system. Maybe it's deciding not to work with someone if you find that working with that person is affecting your relationship. Sometimes it's not always possible because it's someone at work, but you can maybe control your interaction or prepare your mind, etc. We'll do another whole podcast on that at some point about how do you work with difficult people. But for now, if you can choose, that's an option that you have. Throughout this whole process, especially steps two, you need to use your multiple perspective advantage. Okay, so what was step two? That's the reflect step where you start asking why, 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 which gets kind of emotional and heavy. You need to adopt a process that I've developed called the multiple perspective advantage, which I talk about extensively in my book, Switch on Your Brain, and in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. The multiple perspective advantage is the ability that we have as humans, based on the structure of our brain and just the way that our mind-brain connection works, to stand back and observe our own thinking. So you can almost distance yourself from the situation, almost separate yourself and become objective about what you're going through. And a couple of ways you can do this is by taking that situation that's very emotionally close to you and separating that out and literally putting it into either a box or one of my favorite examples that works really well is putting it into a window of a building and that window is sealed up and the issue's there, but you're outside, you're not immersed inside the issue. You're standing outside and you're objectively looking in from a safe space outside and resolving it. The other thing you can do, which is quite a common psychological technique that works very well, is by speaking about he is going through or she is going through. So you speak about um, what you're going through, but as though someone else is going through it. So this objectification, objectifying something through using your multiple perspective advantages is a very powerful tool. So the first three steps are really helping you get to the root of the issue that's causing the anxiety or the depression. And the second two steps are actionable steps, trying giving you a way forward, a solution, doing something. And this combination is very sustainable. For more information on this, you can go to my, my latest book, my most recent book, Think, Learn, Succeed. I also talk about these five steps in my book, Switch on Your Brain. And I am really excited about my new app coming out called Switch, which you can get on iTunes and Android devices. It'll be out in the next few weeks. This app is going to be amazing. I walk you through these five steps over 21 days to help you identify and eliminate the root of anxiety, depression, intrusive toxic thoughts, and to build healthy new replacement thoughts. For more information and to pre-order, it's on special at the moment, go to the switch.app and for more information, you can see the show notes. I want to take a moment to ask you to consider partnering with me to reclaim this broken mental health system. I'm sure you know numerous people who struggle with anxiety and depression. Maybe you struggle with a chaotic mind and have felt the pain of intrusive thoughts. Too often, this topic is not addressed in churches, and the world's answer is medication or meditation, both of which are not sustainable solutions. But there is a solution. 
and it's one that is easily accessible and applicable. But we do need your help to make the solution attainable for people all over the world, including yourself. As you know, we are passionate as an organization about helping people learn about the power of their minds and how to overcome mental health issues. So, starting in April-May of this year, we will be beginning a series of clinical trials to further test and improve our current programs and develop ways to make these programs easily accessible and affordable for you, your community, and people everywhere. These programs will help you find and eliminate the root of mental health issues and build healthy new habits and mindsets. As you may be aware, clinical trials are not cheap, so we need your help. Please consider contributing to this research project. Any amount will help and all proceeds go directly to the research and clinical trials. For more information on this project and to donate, please visit drleafresearch.com that is d-r-l-e-a-f-r-e-s-e-a-r-c-h all one word lowercase dot com please help me change this broken mental health system thank you for joining me today I really hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new and helpful Till next week, thanks again. I'm Dr. Caroline Leith.